Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tuns. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Except for last week and about five minutes ago. We just but made it through the whole intro. <laughs> we did. That was the third time Guys, recording it just is, the Guys, uh, just a little, uh, well, for, the first thing I want to do is I really want to apologize uh, for last week's episode. Um, We're sorry. Yeah, we are. Also, I'm, I'm sorry, Rick. You, you fucked it up. I don't know how you did it, but I don't want to take all the credit on this. You're so. in charge of technicals. <laughs> I just sit here. <laughs> Man, yeah, so uh, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. We recorded two episodes last week and the Department of Offense all back-to-back, so it was, a, it was a triple recording, triple threat weekend. Yeah. All three episodes were garbage. Luckily, yeah. we had a backup of DOO on YouTube, so I was able to pull it subpar audio, but we were able to put it up. Unfortunately, we don't have anything like that for Homebrew Bound. Yeah. So it was kind of shit. So uh, you are getting a very rare, hopefully never again to be seen, double episode of Super episode of Homebrew Bound. It's going to be awesome. We are going to be talking about wheat wine. We're going to be talking about Piwo Grodzitski, the curse style. Because it, it's the third time we've recorded the Piwo episode. <laughs> That's why it's going into another one. <laughs> it can't just, be trusted on its own. No, and we just, we can't talk about it anymore. I just, I can't. I'm, I don't even want to brew it anymore. Like, it's, it's literally six pounds of grain. And... <laughs> It's just mostly water. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be talking about that. Uh, we're going to be tasting some barley wine. Uh, we're going to be tasting some wheat wine. Mm-hmm. We don't have a piwa to taste, but it's going to be a really good uh, episode. So, before we dive too deep into that, I want to uh, ask Rick what he's been doing uh, brewing, brewing-wise the past, uh, I guess, two weeks now, because nobody got to hear what you were doing last time. Have you bottled that stout yet? <laughs> No. <laughs> I need to bottle it. It's going to be okay sitting there for a little bit, but I got to bottle it at some point here. Yeah, you do. Fuck. Yeah, I haven't done anything. Okay, you got you got real quiet there for a second. I wasn't oh. sure if you were thinking about it. I was it or... thinking, but then I realized I haven't done anything. Okay. Um, let's see, what have I done? I drank a bunch of homebrew, uh, brought a case down to uh, South Dakota over the weekend. Uh, went to a Civil War uh, rendezvous thing at uh, Fort Sisseton in South Dakota. was a blast. Was but it good? The, the homebrew or the rendezvous? The rendezvous. The rendezvous was a lot of fun. I know our homebrew's good. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, we it was, it was one of those things. Uh, we always did it with my grandpa. And so it was kind of a, like, it was the first time we've, we've been since since he passed. And so it was just, it was kind of one of, one of those, weekends. and it happened to be like the 40th anniversary of the thing. And it was good. It was a lot of fun. Got to see uh, Gatling guns going off, cannons going off, mm. a dude falling off a horse. Like everything what? you want to see. On purpose? No. Yes. <laughs> Even so better. So you're, you're going to hear this story again, but I really want to tell it here for these listeners because <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, the the cavalry unit was doing a a thing where they would they would they would pull out their saber and go uh, you know run or uh, run up and like hit a watermelon with it, right. then um, <clears throat> sheath it, and then pull out their uh, their their cavalry pistol and then ride along and shoot six balloons. Yeah. Right. 
at, at regular intervals. And it was really cool to watch. Like a bunch of people did it um, without incident. Then this one dude, like getting all cocky because he already did it successfully oh. once, goes full gallop right at the watermelon destroys the watermelon and then he's like his sabers in one hand and like he's like after, after he hits the watermelon he's he's wheeling about to come come back at the balloons right yep and like something happened to his saddle or something and you see him like start to tip a little bit and he's he's going full bore at this point, and you're like, oh, he's going down. He's going down when he turns that corner. And he turns the corner and just like he goes flying off the horse, and the horse is just like, no rider, all right, <laughs> <laughs> just takes off like a rocket, like into the crowd. <laughs> the horse is just like, I'm free. <laughs> And so, like, the other, nobody cares about the dude laying on the ground. Everybody's chasing after the horse, trying to, it's like yakety sacks. They're trying to, I'm sure that was helping calm it. (laughs) It was just great. (laughs) And then they finally get the horse under control, and the dude, like, finally gets up off the ground, and he still has, like, his cavalry saber in his hand. He's, like, using it like a walking stick, and his face is beet red, like. That's what happened. He's just—he's so embarrassed. He's—he's he's carrying a stirrup in one hand, and like, uh, <laughs> his stirrup broke off somehow. And <laughs> how you do this? It's one of the greatest things ever. It sounds it was awesome. so good. I wish I could highlight have seen of the it. weekend. It's <laughs> uh, so great. <laughs> Because he—he was just so full of himself, and he went galloping after it. Uh, other than that, uh, beer wise. Uh, I brewed the wheat wine we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah, because we already had that. I brewed that Thursday night. Um, it wasn't too bad of a brew. I ended up doing a 90-minute boil on it. Uh, I was tempted to do a 120. I'm glad I didn't because it already exploded where it was at. So <laughs> any higher, and we could have had some issues. Uh, what else? There? Oh, uh, we broke our capper. What? Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah, no, uh, I never heard about yeah, that. Yeah, Pete, Pete and I broke the capper on why on Monday or Tuesday when we were bot- we were bottling. Uh, oh, we were blending the lambic. Um, we uh, we we <sighs> something had like Pete was Pete was over there capping, and all of a sudden I hear shink. Oh shit! As like he sheared the neck off of a bottle with yeah. the capper, and he's like ah, and I was like oh, okay. I'm like, well, that's not good here, Pete. Let me. <clears throat> And then Pete was like, "Ah, oh, the capper's not working anymore. Like one side, like it would like twist and like shank off uh, oh. just the neck of the bottle every time you capped. Oh, yeah, no, it, it got bad. It got bad. So we threw that away. Wow. So I'm getting a bench capper. Oh. We, I found I found two things to improve efficiency even more. You did yes. Mm. So uh, I was researching. People say bench cappers are a lot faster and more accurate. Wow. So I'm going to get a bench capper okay, um, that we can just clamp to the, the counter up there, and you just go chunk, chunk, right. chunk. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so you know how we have the little uh, spray nozzle for uh, rinsing the bottles? Yeah. I found uh, like a pump one. You put sanitizer like in the reservoir, and you just push the bottle on it a couple of times, Ooh. and it shoots sanitizer up into it. Yes. I know, right? So we should just be able to go... Bottle. Nice. Yeah. 
I'm really excited about that. No bottle or no bucket dump dunking. Yeah, no more bucket dumping. Dunking. Nice. Yeah, dunk so dunking. Yeah, it's so hard to say. It is. So that'll that'll hopefully make bottling a little less tedious, especially if you have two people doing it. Slightly less. Yeah. It's still the worst part. Still the worst part, but we're slowly improving our bottling process. All it took was somebody breaking a capper, which I did I didn't even know you could break a wing capper. I I don't know how he did. I have no idea, but it was broken. <laughs> and so we tried to use the one that Eric gave us, and that's, that one's garbage. Yeah, it doesn't close it, them all. Yeah, no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't crimp down tight enough. So what did you guys do? We used the shitty one. Oh. And it, we only had, like, six bottles left. Oh, I see. And we're like, ah, we'll use the shitty one. After, like, the six that we broke. Yeah. So. Huh. Wow, that's an interesting trip. <laughs> it was. I had no idea you could break a wing caver. It was rough. Real rough. They're pretty simple. Yeah, they're built like a tank, too, especially yeah. that one. Like, the, the other one's, like, all plasticky and stuff, but yeah. the black one, that, that one is a beast. Well, the, the red one's, like, hollow plastic. The black one was, like, all solid. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Bummer, I, man. Yeah. But we have all but... We're we're almost caught up on bottling. Uh, yes, almost. We have the uh, Belgian dark strong ale to bottle, a sour saison uh, that we inherited, and then the double IPA will be ready this week. Mm. Uh, then we're a hundred percent caught up on bottling. Yes, which is awesome because yeah. I am ready to just have to bottle one beer a week, or maybe be able to take a week off bottling. Yeah, but then we're just going to pile more up. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that, okay? Well, that's what, exactly what happened up to this point. <laughs> you don't know that. You weren't here. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Sick of telling you lies, man. All right, uh, so Rick is pouring it right now, but we are going to be talking about our English barley wine, which I should probably bring English up the recipe again. slash recipes. Slash ESC dash English barley wine. Okay. So for this uh, recipe, we used 15 pounds of English two row. We used two pounds of crystal 60 and two pounds of crystal 30 UK. Um, hops, we used two ounces of Target at 60 minutes, uh, half an ounce of Fuggle at 30 minutes, half an ounce of EKG at 30 minutes. Then half an ounce of Fuggle at zero, and uh, half an ounce of EKG at zero. And we fermented with uh, London Ale Yeast from Y-Yeast. Uh, it's Y-Yeast 1028. Uh, started, OG was 1099, finished out around 1025. So we're looking at 9.7-ish percent. About 10%, I think, is where we where the numbers actually lined up. Um, overall impression of this beer, uh, according to the BJCP Style Guidelines, a showcase of multi-richness and complex, intense flavors, chewy and rich in body with warming alcohol and a pleasant fruity or hoppy interest. When aged, it can take on port-like flavors, a wintertime sipper. That it, and it is 86 degrees out right now. Yep. So in in, perfect in early June. A, so For a winter sipper. It's a perfect winter sipper. I want to see exactly what the temperature 86, yeah. Yeah, 86. I was yeah. right. You were right. How, did you just wing that? <laughs> uh, I remember driving driving in, 
uh, from South Dakota, it was 86. So <laughs> I just kind of I kind of took a stab that the temp hadn't changed. It hasn't, <laughs> apparently. All right. Um, so aroma, we're looking for very rich and strongly malty, <clears throat> uh, with often a a caramel like. Uh, aroma in darker versions or a light toffee character in paler versions may have moderate to strong fruitiness, often with a dark or dried fruit character, particularly in dark versions. The hop aroma may range from mild to assertive and is typically floral, earthy, or marmalade like. Mm-hmm. Apricot. Um, yep. The aroma may have a rich character, including bready, toasty, toffee, and or molasses notes. Mm-hmm. I get some fruit. Yeah, yeah, we talked about, yeah, the apricot. It, that, well, yeah. Didn't, it wasn't it like a, like a, well, hmm? trying to remember what, what, like, this is tricky because it's not the first time we've had this beer now. Like this yeah, is we, the second time we've, we've tasted it. We tried it, this so. on the first episode that we had to re-record. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, Keep that out of my head a little bit. Well, except for on that episode, it took us ten minutes to figure out apricot. That's true, and yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, so we can keep that in. Yes, uh, no, but there is there's a caramel note uh, with a slight toffee character. I think. Yeah, I smell some toffee. Or no, like uh, no, it's it's more molasses, like that burnt sugar. Yeah, yeah, this is closer to the darker side yeah. on the molasses and fruit. All right, uh, you want to tackle appearance? Appearance. Color may range from rich gold to very dark amber or even dark brown, often has ruby highlights, but should not be opaque. Low to moderate off-white head may have low head retention, may be cloudy with chill haze at cooler temperatures, but generally clears to a good, brilliant clear, 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 clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth, as if viewed through a thick glass lens. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when the beer is swirled in a glass. And that's that's where you have it. And we have that. That's pretty much to a T here. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the aroma and the appearance are both pretty spot on for style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have these like, man, it's a very like dark red, almost. Brown. Oh, it's ruby. Yeah. yeah. But it's brown. Brown ruby. It's, it's a dark. ruby. Yeah. You can see that reddish hue in it, though. But mm-hmm. it's it's very... Um, the head dark. dissipates super fast, which yeah. you would expect with a high-alcohol beer. Yep. Um, if you kind of move it around the glass, you like it sticks to the sides a little bit and slowly cascades down. Mm-hmm. So it has that viscosity that you would expect. Uh, flavor. Strong, intense, complex, multi-layered malt flavors. Ranging from bready, toffee, and biscuity in paler versions through nutty, deep toast, dark caramel, and or molasses in dark versions. Moderate to high malty sweetness on the palate, although the finish may be moderately sweet to moderately dry depending on aging. Some oxidative or vinous flavors may be present. We don't have any of those. Uh, And often complex alcohol flavors should be evident. Moderate to fairly high fruitiness. With, uh, often with a dark or dried fruit character. That apricot really comes through. Um, hot bitterness may range from yep. just enough for balance to a firm presence. Balance, therefore, ranges from uh, malty to somewhat bizzer, bitter. Bizzer. However, uh, all versions are malty in balance. So, um, let's talk flavor here, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely strong. I get... It's flavored. It's very flavory. 
I get molasses, mm-hmm. a little bit of caramel, and some toffee. A little bit of that. Um, and maybe like just a little bit of a bready note. Mm. I don't know. It's, no, no bready. No. Well, maybe the, maybe the toast. Yeah, I think it's the toast. Yeah. It's the toast and caramel that's coming through on me in like the nose. And then apricot. Yeah, the the, the fruit's definitely there. The like, candied it is, apricot the, yeah. flavor is definitely there. It is. It's it's good, <clears throat> and it's there, and it's... I want some of it. Yeah. No, it's definitely good. And then it ends with hops. I think it, the hop bitterness with uh, the toasty flavor. Mm-hmm. With, I mean... I get, I get some molasses on the back end, too. Yeah, there's some like molasses that, Like that burnt too. sugar, that real mm-hmm. dark... It's like molasses on toast. Mm-hmm. Then that hot bitterness that I think with uh, with like some candied apricots on there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if you wait till like way at the end, like the aftertaste, it's an apricot, mm-hmm. candied apricot. I don't know if I'd like molasses <clears throat> on toast. I don't know if that would be a good thing. It doesn't for sound breakfast. good. Molasses isn't good unless you like sugarize it. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, no, molasses, it's sweet. Like, molasses is sugar. It's just, like, yeah. a very, like, caramelized. Yeah, but isn't it, like, bitter and burntish? Yeah, but if you put that on some toast. I don't know. Now now we have to try it. We have to go buy some molasses. I guess I don't know enough about molasses. The only time I ever have, like, molasses is in, like, like molasses cookies, mm. and they have a lot of extra sugar. Yeah, molasses cookies are good. Yeah, they are. But I don't think I've ever tried straight molasses. I have. Uh, when I was making barbecue sauce. Oh. Yeah. Well. Then you're the molasses okay. expert. Here. I'm not. No, there's no way I'm a molasses <laughs> expert. I want to make that very clear. Not a molasses expert. Know what the flavor is. Not an expert. <laughs> not sure if it would be good on toast. If you guys know if it would be good on toast, please let us know. Uh, either message us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, or whatever. Please let us know what molasses on toast is like. Yeah, because we may have it in a beer. We're what not- do they? What's that? What's that one that they do in Australia? Marmite. Yeah, that's salty as balls. I know that is not good. I've no, had that. that is that is bad. It's, and people go terrible. ape shit for that. It's, and I'm like, what? It's horrible. You are wrong. It tastes like seaweed with a half a gallon of salt in it. Yeah. And seaweed is already salty. Yeah. Like, that is some salty ass shit. I don't know what they make it out of, but it's not good. I think, it, I think it's just salt and spit. <laughs> <laughs> some, like, some guy started making something. He's like, oh, no, I accidentally spit in the salt. And, like, thing. well, okay, it's, it's like a real snotty spit because it has to be spreadable. Mm-hmm. Oh, <clears throat> I yeah, hate that you, Marmite. Yeah, that gross. I hate you. I was so excited, though, because I love Australia. Yeah. I love everything about them. Their accents are the best. Their animals are terrifying, but cool. Yeah, and I want to go there so bad. And Australia's dope. And so I was like, Australia stuff? Yes, Marmite. Because my friend went there and brought back a can of it. We're getting a little off topic, but... That's okay. I tried it, and I was like, this is awful. It was the worst thing that not the worst thing I've ever eaten because the worst thing that was food that I've ever eaten I bet <laughs> it's it's bad it's bad <laughs> all right uh, let's finish up this beer so we can start talking about the next one yeah let's do that uh, mouthfeel full bodied and chewy with a velvety luscious texture although uh, body may decline with weight 
with uh, long conditioning. A smooth warmth from aged alcohol should be present. Carbonation may be low to moderate, depending on aging condi- conditioning. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? I think this fits the style for that, too. But... I don't know. Some, I mean, something that I can't... It's not chewy. Hmm. I think it's a little chewy. I don't think it's chewy. No. I'm not. I, I'm not gonna. I don't think it's chewy. I think it's full bodied. Okay. I think it's velvety. I think velvety mm. is a good. We had we had this argument last time too. We did. That's right. Yeah. And that's why I was trying to give it another chance to see. But it's just not. It's not chewy. We have everything but the chewy bit. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel chewy. But I like that. I don't yeah. think this. I don't think I like this chewy. I don't think that chewy texture would go well with the candied apricot flavor we have in this. I think that would taste like fruit leather. Mm, fruit leather. <laughs> Which is good, but I don't want that <laughs> as a beer. Yeah. You yeah, know, I'll agree with you. It's it's full body. It's velvety. It's luscious. Mm-hmm. That's a good but one. it's not chewy. Yeah, I think it approaches chewy, but I wouldn't. It's, it's use, like it's like right on that yeah, edge. I wouldn't like, use that right word to line. describe it. I I just wouldn't. But if so, if somebody chewy. handed this had to me chewy and they're like, "Hey, this beer's pretty chewy. You should try it," and I would be like, "Okay." I'd well, try it, and I wouldn't be like, you're an idiot, like if they handed me a yeah, Pilsner it's, and it's, said it's, that. Yeah, because it's, it's real close. But I would be like, I, I just I mean, wouldn't I, consider I can, it chewy. I, I can see what they're saying, but it's not. Right. It's yeah. it's thick. It's full-bodied, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's velvety. It's just chewy to me is like a, like a big ol' stout with, like, I don't know, like the... Central Waters ones. Yeah, those are chewy. Like those anniversaries are always chewy. Those are beers. like brownie chewy. Yeah, like that's what I. So maybe it's just I don't know. But this isn't chewy, and I don't think it should be, and I don't think it's required for the style. Yes. Even though it doesn't say it's not. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't say that we miss the mouthfeel just because I wouldn't use that word. So mouthfeel, we got an up. Mm-hmm. Aroma, we have an up. Appearance, we have an up. Flavor, yep. we have an up. I'm going to call it We Hit the Style. Oh, yeah. You think we hit it the style? I think we definitely hit the style. All right. Man, I feel, we've been kind of on a roll lately, mm-hmm. and I like I feel like now we're like patting our own backs. We need to miss the style again, <laughs> and I think we're going to have that like when we taste the Goza. Probably. Uh, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, you guys missed it. But <laughs> <laughs> Just because we need, we need another miss in there. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, no, we're the best, so... Uh, well, maybe we are, though, so... Well, I mean... What would you change about this, if you had to change anything? Would you change anything? <clears throat> I don't know. I think it surprised me with the... As it warms up, the fruit comes out more yeah. and more and more. I I don't think I'd change anything. I like that apricot flavor. I might go a little bit higher on the initial carbonation. Yeah. I, I think, think that would th- be a good idea. I think that would be the one thing I would change. But... It's not bad. Like, it's supposed to be a low-carbonated beer. Yeah. And it is. Like, it, the carbonation fits the style. I just, a little bit more of that carbonic acid, I think, would help. Yeah. But as far as the recipe and everything, I think it's great. And I I don't know. I've had, you know, barley wines vary. 
and stay within style. This is one of the most fruity, apricotty mm-hmm. uh, barley wines I've ever had, and I like it. I like that a lot. Like it a lot? I don't know. It just works for me. I like it. Oh, that was kind of a cool feeling. So uh, I'm opening up the wheat wine, and it has like a foil on the outside. And I had my hand down here, and I popped it. All the carbonation filled up the foil, and it went bloop. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. It was kind of cool, man. All right. So uh, we have a commercial wheat wine that we're going to be trying. It's not one listed by the BJCP uh, style guidelines, uh, but it's the one that we could find, which we call close enough these days. Yeah. As long as we can find something that has the right words on it for some of these, that's good. Yes. Because uh, we just can't find some of these beers around, you know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in one spot in the country, and this is for the entire world so i'd i'd say we're doing pretty good we're, we are we're doing very good like the one the one that we there's one we've only we had, had no chance blinds. that we haven't uh yeah so it was well it was tropical stout and australian right were the two blind ones yeah i think that was it that's the only two that we've done brine brine oh uh oh and the piwo yeah but we haven't done that one yet i'm gonna be talking about that one soon so we haven't we haven't done we've done two we've done two (laughs) we'll be doing three yeah but getting ahead of myself it's weird because we've already recorded the episode twice yes (laughs) it's hard (laughs) bear with us guys we hope this is going to be as entertaining for you as it is for us (laughs) I, i don't know how entertained i am about it I wish it would just work, but I know I'm pretty frustrated too. But I, yeah, I'm embracing it, man. We yeah. we both liked this beer, and we had That's it. True. We had it at uh, seven a.m. Yeah, so we couldn't have more of it. Yeah, without just falling off a cliff. So yeah, we didn't even finish the bottle, did we? We didn't even halfway finish the bottle. Yeah. So at least this time we get a. We might you know be able to make a little bit more progress in the bottle. We're gonna finish the bottle. All right, man, we're going to finish the bottle. All right, we're, we're going to finish the bottle. This is going to get real interesting for you guys. <laughs> it's DOO is going to be a shit show tonight. Yes, it will. It's 10%. 10% I, uh, bomber for two of us. All right, so uh, this is Decadence from Alesmith. It's a 2014 anniversary wheat wine ale. Um, so that's the commercial example that we're tasting. So do you have wheat wine brought up on your hammer? I don't know where it is. Uh, just, uh, I, I just control F to wheat wine. I don't, I, I, I'm terrible at that. Okay. Uh, it oh, is. So bad at it. Uh, I don't find it. I'm trying to find you a page, man. So 44 plus, was it 14 or 16? So it's like around. 56-ish? 56, 58. Okay. I will find it. It's 22D. Oh, I'm at 22B. I'm close. I'm so close. You got it, man. I got it. All right. Got Overall it. impression. A richly <clears throat> textured, high alcohol sipping beer with a significant grainy bready flavor and sleek body. The emphasis is first on the bready weedy flavors with interesting complexity from malt, hops, fruity yeast character, and alcohol complexity. All right. Now we want to go over our aroma. Aroma. Hop aroma is mild and can represent just about any late hop aromatic. Moderate to moderately strong, bready, malt, weedy malt character, often with additional malt complexity such as honey and caramel. A light, clean alcohol aroma may be noted. 
low to medium fruity notes may be apparent. Very low levels of diacetyl are acceptable but not required. Wisen yeast character banana slash clove is inappropriate. No banana. No banana again. Hey, did you notice? I didn't. What? There's a couple words in here that are smaller than the rest of the words, and it's really making me go crazy. I don't have that. I want to see that. that. It's right here. Uh, see, it gets smaller. For alcohol aroma, may be noted. Do I have that on here? Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those words Whoa. are. Those four words. Aroma may are, be noted or may. No, clean, so there's not even no B. Well, it's uh, a light alcohol clean, aroma may, may noted. noted. Oh. And they're way smaller. What's they going are. on here? <laughs> they're they're like that. This is like size twelve font, and then they're like eleven. Yeah, like they're it's just barely just barely smaller. smaller. Wow. <laughs> I was reading it, and I had a hard time getting through that sentence because I was like, "What?" All right, commercial example aroma. Okay, a hit. Yeah. Uh, commercial example aroma. I get booze. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a heavy booze. There's that bready. Um, I get honey. There's honey in there for sure. Big honey note. No oh, banana yeah. clove. Nope. So I, I, I think that. that hits the aroma. It's, uh, I don't smell any diacetyl, so that's good. Yeah, it's clean. Appearance. Color ranges from gold to deep amber, often with garnet or ruby highlights. Low to medium, off-white head. The head may have creamy texture and good retention. Chill haze is allowable, but usually clears up as the beer gets warmer. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when beer is swirled in a glass. Swirled. It's it's viscous. Yes, it is. Um, Color? That is... Gold. Mm-hmm. That's gold. That's like a honey gold. Mm-hmm. Honey mm-hmm. gold. It's like the same color as honey. Yep. All right. So commercial example hits appearance. Yeah, it does. Mm. I got to read a thing. You do. Ah, flavor. Moderate to moderately high weedy malt flavor. Dominant in the flavor balance over any hop character. Low to moderate, bready, toasty caramel, or honey malt notes are a welcome complexity note, although not required. Hot flavor is low to medium and can reflect any variety. Moderate to moderately high fruitiness, often with a dried fruit character. Hot bitterness may range from low to moderate. Balance therefore ranges from malty to evenly balanced. Should not be syrupy under attenu- and under attenuated. <coughs> Sorry. Some oxidative or vinous flavors may be present, as are light alcohol notes that are clean and smooth but complex. A complimentary supportive oak character is welcome but not required. So, immediately, I get, like, honey bread. Yeah. Like, if you took bread and just slathered some honey on it. Yeah. And ate it. It tastes like honey bread. Yeah. It's real good. Uh, and I like there, it. There's, there's a fruit character there. I'm detecting like I can't I can't place it. I want to say like almost like a gr- dried like cranberry or yeah. Like it's subtle, but it's there. Mhm. And I I don't know if cranberry is the right fruit. It's a dried berry of some kind. 
I think yeah, no, I'm gonna go with cranberry. I think the I think cranberry's right. Or maybe like a craisin. But yeah. Yeah, well that's what a cranberry is. Dried cranberry. Yeah. 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 Craisin. It's crazy. Is that a name brand though? Either way, it doesn't matter. That's not doesn't important. Matter. Not important. Um, <laughs> it does yeah, I think it's dried cranberry. I think you're right on that. But it's very it's subtle. Mm-hmm. But it's there. And uh <clears throat> Yeah, there's a dried fruit. Mm. Um, I don't get... I get the light alcohol notes. Yep, I get that. Um, there's there's no oak in this. No. Not picking up any of that oak. No. Uh, no, I, I wasn't really picking up any hot character. No. But it's not overly sweet either. Like, it's not syrupy or sickly sweet. Yeah, I don't know if they just used, like, a clean hop that blends well with the flavors or if it's... No hot flavor. Yeah. But I'm not picking it up, so. Yeah. I feel like there is hot flavor in it, though. As I, like, take a sip. Yeah, you know, let me clear my palate with some water. There you go. Would you like I, some? No, I'm good. Because okay. I am I feel like there is hot flavor. It's just real subtle, and I think it blends so well into the whatever they used. I think they found the right hop that it can be there but not noticeable. Mmm. There's a like a floral character. Yeah. Okay. And it blends really well with that like craisin flavor. Yeah. And it kind of hides in it, but it's there. Mhm. Yeah, coming out with a fresh <clears throat> palette, you you immediately get like the floral notes. Yeah. It's in there. It's just Real subtle. Yeah, it's 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 like it's kind of buried beneath like the bread honey and well, like, I that think hint it, of fruit. It blends so well that it's like your your palate doesn't pick it up unless you're really looking for it. But it's there definitely. Yeah, yeah no, and there's definitely like some boozy sweetness in here. Mm-hmm. That's there for sure. Hey man, your cup is empty and we got a oh, whole Oh that's right, we got a whole bottle to finish. <laughs> We're doing it. Uh Man, all right. Mouthfeel, uh, medium, full to full-bodied and chewy. Um, <coughs> often with a luscious, velvety texture, low to moderate carbonation, light to moderate, smooth alcohol warming may also be present. Um, medium full, at best. The body on this is a little light, I think. Yeah, I think the body does fall a little bit I below think, the mouthfeel on yeah. this. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little on the thinner side. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's full-bodied. No. Sure. But I, even medium-full might medium be, uh, full. yeah, that's a stretch. I think, Medium. Yeah. It's a medium-bodied. Yeah, I would say medium. Pretty solidly medium. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't say medium-full. Yeah. And it, it does have that luscious, velvety texture. Yeah. This one's also not chewy. No. But that's also because the body is the body's light, low, um, light to moderate, smooth. Alcohol warming may also be present. That is there. That's there for sure. Yep. At the back end there. I had a I had a kink in my neck. It's still there, but I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem that didn't fix it. It just don't care about it. <laughs> um, all right. So comments. Dark malts should be used with restraint. <clears throat> Much of the color arises from a lengthy boil. Some commercial examples may be uh, larger than the vital statistics, and some may not be brewed every year. 
Wow. History. A relatively recent American craft beer style that was first brewed at the Rubicon Brewing Company in 1988. That was a big breath for 1988. Yeah, well, I, I ran out. <laughs> I, I thought I could make it through that whole sentence, and I could not. <laughs> I ran all the way out. Um, often a winter seasonal vintage or one-off release. Breweries frequently experiment with this style, leading to a range of interpretations. Uh, characteristic ingredients. Typically brewed with a combination of American two-row and American wheat. Style commonly uses 50% or more wheat malt. Any variety of hops may be used, may be oak-aged. But this is not oak-aged. More than simply a wheat-based barley wine, many versions have very expressive fruity and hoppy notes while others develop complexity through oak aging. Less emphasis on the hops than American barley wine has roots in American wheat beer rather than any German wheat styles, so should not have any German wizen yeast character. No, no banana. banana. Nice. We did it right that time. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Made eye contact and everything. Uh, vital stats, uh, I've used 30 to 60, SRM 8 to 15, OG 1080 to 1120, FG uh, 1016 to 1030, ABV uh, between 8 and 12%. Whoop, whoop. And we've got our commercial examples. Yeah, you know, I'm going to pull up the rest yeah. quick. So. Commercial examples are Rubicon Winter Wheat Wine, the original, Two Brothers Bear Trees Weiss Wine, Smutty Nose Wheat Wine, and Portsmouth Wheat Wine. None of which we could find. Which is why we ended up with the Ale Smith. Ale Smith decadent. decadent. And it is pretty decadent. It is. Though, I will say, does not fit style. No. No, it, it falls just short. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's close to style. It's close to style. But does it not falls quite, short. Does not quite fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not sure what I would change about like I like it the way it is, so I would I don't think I would change anything about the commercial style. I don't think I would either. If I wanted it to be within style, that you could adjust some of those things, mm -hmm. but I like it how it is. This is a pretty good. It's tasty. All right, you ready for our recipe? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what oh. our recipe was? No, but I, one thing I wanted to say about this is I believe this is probably much better. Because, like, it's light on the mouthfeel and everything. Mm -hmm. It's probably because it's 86 degrees out that we don't want it to have any more of that. Yeah, that would, that would, yeah. There, there is that. There think, is that. I think the weather affects it. Uh, That's why we like this bit, better than bit. what would be in style. I think. All right. So, uh, pretty, pretty simple malt bill for this mm -hmm. eight pounds of American two row, uh, six pounds of red wheat, uh, six pounds of white wheat. And then two pounds of honey malt. <clears throat> yeah. Because I th like that, that honey character is real important to me. Like I really like yeah. that about this beer. I do like, like that. Just bread and honey. Definitely my favorite thing about this beer is that honey character yep. in there. Um, Without I did, that, this would be a pretty boring beer. Yep. Uh, kind of for a 90-minute boil. Mm -hmm. uh, at 60 minutes, uh, we uh, I threw in an ounce and a half of Magnum. Uh, and then fermented with uh, American wheat. Uh, from Y East, uh, so it's Y East ten ten. Uh, OG, we were shooting for eleven sixteen. Mm -hmm. Hit about eleven ten, so we were a little short. 
Final Gravity, we're shooting for 1028. No idea. It exploded over the weekend. <laughs> it, man, I, I got a, I got a Snapchat from Matt just showing it to me. Like, it, foam's shooting out of it, and, like, it's volcanoing, and, like, a mess is happening. He's like, this beer's exploding. <laughs> I'm like, okay, clean it up. Do something. <laughs> Do something about it. Don't just snap it at me. I'm in South Dakota. I can't do anything about it. It's such a it. Matt thing to do. Oh, look at this. I'm going to Snapchat it to Casey. There's a I, problem. I got home today, and they just put a tray under it. like, And it's not even like a real tray. It was just a lid off of a, a, off of a tub or a tote, and they just stuck it under there. Good enough. <laughs> uh, looking at 44 IBUs, 9 SRM. Uh, and an eleven and a half ABV. Yeah, uh, I color oh, like in the fermenter looks pretty good. We lost, we 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 have about we three lot three get three and a quarter gallons of beer <laughs> out of the four and a half that came out Probably. of the kettle. So um, I mean, we'll see. It's definitely fermenting. We know that. <laughs> we know that for sure. <laughs> know that for sure. So yeah, uh, uh, that's that's our recipe. It, it looks good. Kind of excited about it. Yeah. All right, we got one more beer to talk about okay. on this episode. Uh, transition period. Talk about something while I find it on mine. And uh, I, I got uh, this is nice. This decadence. It's a good beer. Hmm. Yes, that. that. You literally could have talked about anything. I don't. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you had talked about your pizza experience today. You could have talked uh, about literally anything. I got so I didn't. You it came up so abruptly, and <laughs> I didn't know what to do. You're a professional, damn it. No excuse. All right. So style two. Uh, it's in the historical ale category of the BJCP. It is the Piwo Grodzinski. <clears throat> the cursed style. What? What page is this on? Oh, uh, this is on page uh, 56. PDF page 56, then add whatever you need to add. Oh, okay. And while you're doing that, I will do the overall impression. A glow, uh, a glow gravity, a low gravity, highly carbonated, light-bodied ale combining an oak-smoked flavor with a clean, hot bitterness. Highly sessionable. Aroma. Low to moderate oak wood smoke is the best prominent aroma component, but can be subtle and hard to detect. A low spicy herbal or floral hop aroma is typically present and should be lower than or equal to the smoke and the intensity. Hints of grainy wheat are also detected in the best examples. The aroma is otherwise clean, although light palm fruit esters, especially ripe red apple or pear, are welcome. No acidity. Light water-derived sulfury notes may be present. Appearance pale yellow to medium gold in color with excellent clarity. <clears throat> A tall, billowy, white, tightly knit head with excellent retention is distinctive. Murkiness is a fault. Don't be murky, then. Be very clear about what you want. Uh, <sighs> flavor. Moderately low to medium oak smoke flavor. Up front, which carries into the finish, the smoke can be stronger in flavor than in aroma. The smoke's character is gentle, should not be acrid, and can lend to an 
an impression of sweetness. A moderate to strong bitterness is readily evident, which lingers through the finish. The overall balance is toward bitterness. Low but perceptible spicy herbal or floral hot flavor. Low grainy wheat character in the background. Light palm fruit esters, red apple or pear, may be present. Dry, crisp finish. No sourness. No sour. No we sour. Had, we had a commercial example lined up. Uh, not not one of the recommended ones, but another <clears> one <throat> from Fair State. They, they, uh, they brew a piwo, but they sour it. Yeah, so that's exactly not okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the first piwo episode. <laughs> it was not okay. Yep. S- learned something that day. Smoke flavor and sour, not good bedfellows. Not even yeah, a little bit. I, I can't imagine it would be. No. Even if I liked sour, I can't imagine that. Like, if you, I mean, maybe if you had, like, it was, like, a like slight, like, vinegar acidic taste instead of, like, a citrusy sour. Like yeah. a citric acid. Yeah. Like, kind of like if you, uh, like, like Car- Carolina that. barbecue sauce. Yeah. Where it has that vinegar yeah. sourness. That I would be good. I see that. I don't like sour, but I could see it. Uh, mouthfeel. Light and potty with a crisp, dry finish. Carbonation is quite high and can add a slight carbonic bite or prickly sensation. No noticeable alcohol warmth. Comments. Pronounced in English as pivo. Ooh, we've been saying it wrong. I know. Pivo grojiski. Uh, where does the uh come from? Pivo grojiskia. Pivo grojiskia. Pivo I think Grodzitskia. we're going to just keep calling it Pivo Grodzitskia. I'm going to call it Pivo Grodzitskia, comrade. <laughs> um, known as Grazer. I don't know. Yeah, it's, great it's, sir. It'd, it'd be oh, a okay. great sir. Great sir. Great sir. In German-speaking countries. Let's just go with great sir. Yeah, let's go with great sir. Yeah, because we can say that. Yeah. And in some beer literature, traditionally made using a multi-step mash, a long boil, about two hours, and multiple strains of ale yeast. The beer is never filtered, but... Huh? Isinglass. Isinglass is used to clarify before bottle conditioning. Traditionally served in a tall conical glassware to accommodate the vigorous foam stand. You have a question about Isinglass? I don't know what it is. Oh, so Isinglass is a clarifying agent made out of fish guts. Oh, it is. That sounds yeah. nasty. Well, it's, it's basically gelatin. Oh, um, I see. That, that you that you put in the beer and it it, it you globs like together all too? those particles. What? Can you put like peat moss mm-hmm. in there instead? Yeah. Well, it's Irish moss. Irish moss. That's yep. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like Guinness uh, used I have to use Irish moss. Yep. Guinness uh, used to use Isinglass. Well, Irish moss is used during the boil, and Isinglass is uh, used yeah. after fermentation. Mm. So if you're not like so you, you can throw some Irish moss in there and that'll help clarify like pull some particulates out of the boil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you uh, when you're done if it's still not clear enough you can put Isinglass in there and that'll pull a bunch more particulates out <laughs> and get you a nice crystal clear beer. And Guinness used to be uh, made with Isinglass, mm-hmm. but they stopped so they could be vegetarian friendly. Ah, which I know, like it doesn't end up in the beer. The Isinglass doesn't because it's it settles to the bottom. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like a big deal to me. But then again, I'm not a vegan, so. Well, I think for them, like, the the process of making it, including it, is just as bad as eating oh, okay. it, maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm not a vegan or vegan. So I think vegan, that vegans that, can't have uh, like Amish corn. It feels to me like if you were gonna be like a vegetarian and you were like, well, they used fish, dead fish, and threw it in, but I'm not gonna drink that part. That that kind of feels like cheating, actually. So I guess I can see like why they would take that out. Yeah, because well, and it was a big thing on fate. Like people finally figured out what Isinglass was. Like yeah, like about a year, two years ago, and so like it popped up on Facebook like things you didn't know that were in your beer, and I was like, no, everybody knew this. That's like <laughs> it's common knowledge, and it's not just in Guinness. It's in pretty much every like it's in a lot of beers. Yeah, like any any of the beers like in Europe that they want to clear Isinglass, you just throw that in there. Sure. It's cheap. It doesn't impart any flavors. It's what works. It just works. Uh, history developed as a unique style centuries ago in the Polish city of Grodzik. Uh, well, that known, makes sense. Known as Gretz, uh, when ruled by Prussia and Germany. Its fame and popularity rapidly extended to the other parts of the world in the late 19th and early 20th century. Regular commercial pr- production declined after World War II and ceased altogether in the early to mid-1990s. I blame the Nazis. This style uh, description... <laughs> Describes the traditional version during its period of great popularity. Fucking Nazis did everything. They did. They wrecked this one. I don't think this one would be a style I'd like anyway, but... I don't know. I'm kind of excited. Like, if if it's just like a hint of smoke with some fruit characters... That's not what it sounds like. (laughs) It sounds like? It sounds like, you know, smoke with some fruit characters. Yeah. Sounds like the smoke should be... Not acrid, but there. But can be subtle and hard to detect. All right. In the aroma. I don't know. Yeah, aroma. Uh, But it specifically says in the flavor that this medium or moderately low. The medium smoke flavor up front, which carries in the finish. The smoke can be stronger in the flavor than in the aroma. No, it can't. It tastes bad. And the smoke character is gentle and should not be acrid. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not excited for it. I'm gonna hold out hope. All right, you hold out hope. I'll be. N- It'll be like the that. Australian and knock your socks off with surprise. I'll, I'll be very happy if it does. Because well, just don't go into it with prejudice. Well, I'm not gonna say it sucks if it doesn't. I just don't expect it to I be know. good. I don't either. I hope it is. <laughs> just one of us has to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not looking for that two-hour boil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if this episode. Gremlins out and doesn't work. I'm, I'm not. We're not this beer. making nope. it. Well, the ingredients will be here tomorrow. We're making this. Beer. Well, I guess, but we're not making this episode. We'll just talk about it on a different one. Yep. <laughs> we're not doing this again. <laughs> Stupid piwo. All right. Characteristic ingredients. Oh, Come on, man. Grain bill usually consists entirely of oak smoked wheat malt. Oak smoked wheat malt has different and less intense smoke character than German beechwood smoked barley malt. It has a drier, crisper, leaner quality. A bacon-slash-ham smoke flavor is inappropriate. No bacon. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Sazer-type hops. Polish, Czech, or German. Moderate hardness sulfate water. And relatively clean and attenuative continental ale yeast fermented at moderate ale temperatures are traditional... 
German Hefeweizen yeast or other strains with a phenol or strong ester character are inappropriate. No banana. <laughs> we should get a shirt that just says no banana. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you guys want a no banana shirt, let us know. Let us know. We on, totally on Facebook. Will, I would, we might make one. We might. But we might just make two for each of us unless you guys really unless want you guys some. really want some and then, then we'll make a whole series of them. we'll make a whole series of no banana shirts but. no banana <laughs> yeah otherwise i'm gonna get, make one and right? wear it that'd be great <laughs> <laughs> all right uh similar in strength through a bolinner vice but never sour no sour get uh has a smoke character but less intense than a rauk beer <laughs> Vital stats, IBUs, 20 to 35, SRM, 3 to 6, OG, 1028 to 1032, FG, 1006 to 1012, ABV, 2.5 to 3.3. Okay, um, all right, ready for our recipe? Yeah. No commercial examples are listed, because they don't make them anymore. None. Can't do it. At least Stop not, it. Not, not that we've found but they did. didn't, yeah. Yep. They anyway. don't have any. So, Bolt Bill. This, this is a tough one. Real complex. <laughs> Six pounds smoked wheat malt. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. Uh, hops. Uh, one and a half ounces of saws at 60 minutes. Uh, and half an ounce of saws at 30 minutes. For, uh, and then we're going to ferment with American Ale Yeast uh, 1056 from Y Yeast. Uh, so we're looking at an OG of 1031. Yeah. With an FG of 1008. Yeah. Uh, 26 IBUs. Yes. 3 SRM. That's perfect. And 3.1% ABV. Woo! So if this turns out, this is going to be a crusher. Like when you can just sit down and drink like seven of. If it tastes good, if it yes. t- that's what I said. If it turns out, yeah, that's what I meant by turn out. Like, I got you. It'll be a clean beer. We just won't know if we like it <laughs> until it's done. I'm really like because I've I've never used uh, this smoked wheat, the, this this German smoked wheat malt. Yeah, um, never never used it. Really excited to try it. Yeah, it'll be fun to try. Because there's there's very few smoked beers that I like because I don't like an overwhelming smoke character. But if the hops, uh, like that that um, that spicy floral from the saws, goes well with like a just like a small like uh, or like a hint of like oak smoked, I don't know. I've had like two smoked beers. One was wicked smoked and it tasted like crap. The other one had like just a real subtle smoke flavor that I hated. Okay. But see, and a lot it, like, of that comes the beer for me. But a lot of that's from uh, smoked uh, grain, uh, grains, smoked barley. That might be. I might. I'm, I'm willing to give this a chance. Yes, yeah. I know. But I'm just, not it's, hopeful. It's. I, I want. I want it to turn out like I want it to be good, just because it's such a weird style. Yeah. And it's cursed us so many times. I would love it to surprise me, especially because if it does surprise us, it's. Like one of the cheapest beers we can make. Also, <laughs> it's it it's worth the three hours we've spent recording episodes about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love it to. I just don't have high hopes for it. Really wanted to turn out. Not super sure it will. 
but really wanted to. I, we, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> we really want it to turn out. It's going to be great. I yeah, promise. it's going to be fine. It's going to be a great beer. All right. Well, we are at 50-some minutes for our super-duper super episode. Super, super episode. episode. Uh, tune in next week. We will be talking about the English IPA. We have a commercial example for that one. And a fun fact, we're recording that directly after this episode. Yeah, we're about to go do it. We are. Um, we're going to dive into some wheat wine some more and then record it. <laughs> so it's going to be a great episode, guys. I promise. It'll be great. It'll, it'll be fine. We're, 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 we're going to make we're Homebrew Bound great again. You're going to love it. Uh, <laughs> you're right. you're going to love it. If you'd like to support us, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash Studios or click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, you can shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I really appreciate all you guys who reached out to me uh, this past week and let me know that the episode had some issues. mighty nice of y'all. It, it, it really was, and I appreciate it. Uh, also, I, I love to know that people are actually listening. Yeah. No, you people who reached out to us, talk to us. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys. You guys are the best. Except for, like, well, we love hearing if there's an issue. But also, just talk to us in general, because we like Even if there's you. not an issue. Yeah. And like, hopefully that's most of the time. Yeah. Like, I don't like it when there's an issue. <laughs> I don't either. It, may be, it makes me real stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to record the episode three times. So we look forward to hearing you guys. And tell us about the No Banana shirts. No Banana! No Banana! <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.